and welcome to Trashy Trashy, where we take a dumpster dive on this week's Garbage People and look at all the trashiest news stories. My name is Erica, and I'm your host. My name is Cassandra, and I'm your other host. Hello. Welcome. We're good here. morning. Yeah, good morning. If you're listening to this on Monday morning when it drops, good morning. If you're listening Monday uh, at work, good afternoon. If you're listening to it, you know, when you get home, glass of wine in the bathtub. Good night. Good evening. If you're listening to this in the future after the destruction of society and you've somehow found this on one of the golden discs that we've sent out into space to preserve, like to show you what humanity was like on earth, Mm -hmm. we are, we are a prime example of what journalism was like in the year 2022. We should put ourselves in a time capsule. We should record ourselves on golden disc and send them into space. You remember when the it was like John Malkovich starred in a movie that I think, oh, fuck, I don't, I remember who directed it. It was like some big director, but they directed this movie or they were in this movie that then they put into a time capsule to not mm. be opened until the year like 2200 and something. Basically like you will not see this movie. Anyone who is alive right now will not see this movie. Only the people who open this time capsule will see this movie. And it was like one of the first times that I really felt like my own mortality. I was like, mm-hmm. that's fucked up and weird. Like, yeah, it was called a hundred. Yeah, it was called a hundred years, and it was directed by Robert Rodriguez. In, uh, I, I had a feeling that's who it was. I couldn't remember. Yeah, so we'll literally never see it. Nope. Weird. Super Damn. weird. Although Rod, Robert Rodriguez puts out a lot of movies that I'll never see. And not <gasps> <of them. laughs> Got him. Cassandra, what if we want to work with him someday? I'm happy to work with him. I just am not familiar with his work. <laughs> oh my God. Babes, why are you trash? Yeah, thanks so much. I, you know, I, I take a lot of live music. And last night I, you know. Uh, the most metal member of Trashy Trashy, at least. I went and saw the German industrial metal pyrotechnic man, Rammstein. And, but last Saturday, I went to a music festival. Mm-hmm. So, you know, noon, noon to midnight kind of thing. And so Yuck. you got to prep. You got to wear comfortable shoes. Fuck you do this shit. God, I, I'm just I'm just in it. You know, once I'm there, I'm like in it. So, but mm-hmm. I, I was in it. And so I... I, you know, I prepare, I have earplugs, I wear comfortable shoes, I have sunscreen, I've got everything you need in my little bag. Mm-hmm. But I made one critical mistake. Okay. And for my meal, I chose a hot milk bacteria loaf and mold sandwich. Wait, excuse me? Hot milk and b- bacteria loaf? Oh, you might know them as a grilled cheese sandwich. Oh, you're funny. <laughs> In the LA heat, I chose a grilled cheese. I got a questionable stomach when it comes to dairy. Sure. Who doesn't? <laughs> most people should and do. <laughs> we should probably not drink cow's milk. And uh, I chose that sandwich. I was like, oh, well, that sounds delightful. It's almost 90 degrees, which I know doesn't probably sound hot to most people, but it is in Los Angeles. <laughs> I said, hot yeah oh i'm gonna have that one i chose that and then i proceeded to spend probably 45 minutes in a porta potty oh god like later on and i was like i did this to myself i did this to myself 
But then when I came out of the bath, they had you know wonderful hand washing stations. Great. So I put all the soap on my hands. Great. Do that. And then I used the foot pedal to pump the water, yeah. which I'd done many times throughout the day. At this point, somehow they had run out of water. No. So then everyone starts i i it's like it was like an intricate ballroom dance from like the 1800s of everyone just like oh i'll just rotate one to the left (laughs) like like 20 people just going one to the left one to the oh just rotating around looking for that sink even though we watched the person just to the left of us not having any success get the water out it was like maybe i have the foot that can get the water (laughs) hands covered in soap Holding him up, having just spent a long time in a porta potty, just uh, just stomping, 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 trying to get the water to come out, and it was not coming out. And I was like, "Are you jo- are you joking?" And so eventually, I I don't know how, but I got a little bit of enough water to get it off from one of them, and and then everyone looked at me like, "What magic does she possess?" <laughs> so like I I was. It was horrifying, but it was like this intricate, like, that whole story just is reasons why I don't, I don't care to attend (laughs) festivals like grilled cheese, insane, Uh, more than 45 seconds in a porter potty disgusts me. Mm -hmm. And then the fact that you're in an area that will run out of water. It it was true chaos. It was true chaos. I was like, this is, this is also me preparing for the like upcoming you know climate change disasters we're going to have of course course. my my small comforts are going to leave me (laughs) not being able to immediately wash my hands at a music festival (laughs) this is this is me toughening up (laughs) wow yeah that's that's why i'm i'm trash but yeah okay yeah this is this is my rocky running up a a a, you know steps montage Yeah, <laughs> not being able to immediately wash my hands. I mean, you were in a porta party. That's pretty gross. So yeah, that makes it pretty gross. And I would have just used the hand sanitizer had I known there was no water, but I'd already soaked. I'd already soaked. You can't unsoap. Yeah. Anyway, why why are you trash, babes? <laughs> well, I guess I'll tell the story about a restroom experience too. Why not? <laughs> we're gross. <laughs> so I was at the my dentist's, which. My dentist, uh, this is not anything to do with me, but it's true. My dentist seems to, he claims it's his wife when I asked about it, Mm -hmm. but he seems to have a particular obsession with Audrey Hepburn. Mm -hmm. Like there are photos of Audrey Hepburn everywhere in this office. But as anyone who listens to this podcast knows, I've already had a long history problem finding a dentist I liked, you know, like I, I ran out on that one like twice and all this, you know, so I like this dentist. And if my only issue with him is that he just seems to be obsessed with Audrey Hepburn, like this is, this is getting any sort of medical work in LA. Everyone's going to have a problem. <laughs> you just have to find out which problem you like, you know, you can solve, right? You can mitigate. Yeah. <laughs> so this dentist is obsessed with Audrey Hepburn. I'm not exaggerating. There are 17 pictures of Audrey Hepburn in the lobby alone. And this is not a big office. And then there's like four or five down the hall. And then one in every room. 
And then one in the bathroom, of course. So I was in the bathroom and uh, unfortunately I had to, uh, you know, take a bruiser, a, a, a dumper. Um, <laughs> I don't know how to make myself sound more disgusting. And I was like, fuck, like really at the dentist? And I thought about you when you had to lie about the keys. <laughs> So I was like, cool. I'm not the only person who has to like do this in medical offices sometimes. That dental office has an automatic, you know, motion sensing light in its bathroom. So the light went out thrice, you know, once I was like, oh man, like this, this light must be like really short. (laughs) LOL. Twice. I'm like, is it me who's taking too long? And then thrice. By then I was just impressed by my own stillness. Uh, so <laughs> like I was like some kind of monk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I am so still in this bathroom that this light is like the snow one's there. Anyways, it was really embarrassing to come out. Cause I was like, well, I must've been in there for a really long time. If I lost mm. the light three times. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, work, on my, <laughs> work on my mouth. Yeah. Adria, Greek. I truly love it. What are you like in a sorty house in 2005? Just Audrey Hepburn posters everywhere with quotes <laughs> that she never said attributed to her splashed on them. Totally. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's very, it was look, it's hard to find a good dentist. I know that firsthand. So yeah. if they're fucking upset again, he says, Oh, it's my wife. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. well, your wife doesn't practice here. Like your wife. Okay. Okay. Like just put up some picture of fucking teeth and to be, <laughs> you'll be <laughs> done with sm- it. Smiling teeth. Like, I don't think this is your wife, dog. Anyway, I like whatever. to think that all of the pictures have a, eyes cut out of him and then his wife just <laughs> what if cut, he like walks thinks... behind and like puts her eyes and is just keeping an eye on you as you walk down the hallway what if he thinks that his wife is audrey hepper oh no like what if it when he says like oh it's it's my wife oh, like he that's what mean, he means he doesn't mean my wife decorated he means oh it's just pictures of my wife audrey hepburn Again, wow. it's really hard to find a good doctor in LA. It's so it's, tough. You, when you find one, you you do. You just have to. It's just like dating. You go, okay, what are your weird things? Can I? Okay, your positive things out with plus minus yeah. plus. There's more in the pro columns. I can <laughs> deal with that. I can deal with your weird. Okay, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Honestly, if you feel like you have a dentist in LA that doesn't have a weird quirk, you're probably being overcharged. Hundred <laughs> percent. 100%. And you're a liar. And you're um just also just real quick. Thank you baby trash cans for your vote in the Hub Hopper Awards. We see your campaigns, we see your shares, we see your votes. Thank you so much. It truly means the world. We just we really want to say we appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. You know, it's 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 really nice to have a global podcast. And the woman in our first story really you know, she she was feeling a, a bit global herself. She was. I mean, gosh, she traveled in kilometers. How do you get more global than that? <laughs> yeah. Us Americans have miles. We are miles. So oh, fuck you and your meter system. 
We're so stupid. So yeah. stupid. Yeah. Yeah. So Toronto CTVnews.ca. A woman was charged eight thousand dollars after a rental car company claimed she drove thirty-six thousand kilometers in three days. I mean, if she returned it with a full tank of gas, that's all that, that matters. Yeah. <laughs> so she rented a car from Avis for three days, and she traveled from to Toronto Pearson to get her daughter settled at university. All right. So she drove a GMC Yukon Denali between the God. airport downtown toronto kitchener she visited with her mother-in-law very nice of her she drove maybe 300 kilometers by the time she returned the car to the airport and checked in for a flight to europe all right so she prepaid a thousand to rent the car and while she was waiting to board her flight she checked her credit card statement and saw that the charge was eight thousand dollars from avis whoa so she like oh god just to say this because i didn't throw it out officially but i don't like avis i've had some problems with them so this comes as no surprise to me <laughs> we are and we should instead of being brand ambassadors for things we should be like anti-brand ambassadors for certain things like yeah we're we're campaigning like listen hurts we'll campaign so hard against avis we're actually mm-hmm. you know what i mean like pay us and we'll talk so much shit on avis that we're actually working for you, Hertz. It's like political campaigning. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We, we just do the negative ads. We're oh my god. Oh my god. We're anti-influencer. Hire us. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna pay, I'm gonna call up Hertz immediately. All right. So she said she would have had to have drove for 72 hours straight at approximately 500 kilometers an hour to have driven the 36,482 kilometers at a rate. To, to have to have acquired this charge at a rate of 25 cents per kilometer. So she was trying to call them because, you know, she was already through security and we all know that sucks, but no one was answering. It was just ringing, 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 ringing. And they didn't seem to understand what her deal was when she finally did get someone off the phone. Sometimes they disconnected a couple times, like fucking sketchy, dude. Yeah, she would have driven from Toronto to south africa three times to get That's have gotten so this funny. charge yes yeah, so they just hung up on her and they weren't getting back to her so eventually ava said it apologized to boniface for the error and issued a refund but they didn't say what caused the error to happen but it wasn't until the media got involved that she even got a call back from avis notifying her that the charges would be refunded this doesn't surprise me at all when i was in Washington, we rented a car through Avis and we like rented through like a neighborhood Avis. You know, we were like, whatever, like let's let's skip the airport pricing and get a neighborhood Avis. And then we got we woke up in our hotel, which was right by the airport, and we were like, okay, time to go to our neighborhood Avis because we have to meet someone for breakfast. And sure enough, neighborhood Avis was like, Oh, you know what? Your car's actually not gonna be ready at 7 a.m. anymore. It'll be ready by 3 p.m. And we're like, well that's mm-hmm. not going to work. Mm-hmm. So can you please get it? Like, we're right by the airport. Can you just call up the airport Avis and get us a car? Like, this is crazy. Like we, we, we put this request in like six months ago, you know? Yeah. And they were like, oh yeah, no, there's, there's literally no cars in the state of Washington at an Avis earlier than 3 p.m. So we had to rent a car like last minute from another company. And then they gave us a free Avis was like, we're, we're sorry. We don't mean to. And then, 
gave us a free day and like a 40% discount. We're like, fuck off. We don't want to use this. Yeah. Bah. I know that's not as bad as $8,000, but it was bad to me. Yeah. No, of course. Of course. Oh my gosh. Well, you know, at least she had, you know, a cell phone that she could get a hold of them, even if they were dropping her calls. But yes, you know, what? you know, that old, what was that old ad? Like, what would you do for a uh, Klondike, Klondike bar? bar? Uh huh. What would you do for your cell phone, Cassandra? Not much. Oh, because it's insured and probably not that big of a deal. It's not insured. However, I feel like it's actually probably ruining my life and that maybe I would be really enriched if I didn't have it. Probably. So a woman from our next story <laughs> from WKYD.com. So a woman trying to get her cell phone goes over the Cumberland Falls and survives. Crazy. Yeah, she survives. survives. <laughs> so the Whitley County Emergency Management got the 911 call around 315 on Wednesday afternoon said that a woman had fallen into the river and went into the falls landing downstream. She's a 36-year-old woman. Chaos. <laughs> like, not a 19-year-old? Like yeah, her? oh my God. Like, uh, fucking catch me going over a waterfall and not just submitting and dying. <laughs> Even if I would have survived, I probably would just, like, allow myself to die. <laughs> just prefrontal, prefrontal cortex formed fully formed yeah i would just been like eight eight inches of water but like i'm drowned i'm done i'm done and they're like no ma'am we can just pull you out it's like no i no, can't just go live limp. through the embarrassing <laughs> just go limp and wait for a rock to hit you in the head <laughs> they're like miss no we're, we're literally dragging you out and it's like this is against my will i have a dnr and they're like this isn't a dnr situation ma'am you could stand up in this water i won't <laughs> They're like, we're legally obligated to pull you out of this water. <laughs> Ma'am, at this point, you're just acting as a dam. <laughs> this is for the wildlife, not your yeah. safety. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So, yeah, they said, you know, that they rescued her. Uh, she, you know, she wasn't taken to the hospital. She was checked out by the EMA crews. And it was like, if she didn't know how to swim, it probably would have been a different outcome, said Anthony Christie, a Whitley County Emergency Management Director. So she was, uh, she was upstream. She was taking pictures on her phone. She dropped her phone in the river. And then when she was bending over to try to pick it back up, she got swept away because there's a lot of waves. Honestly, I, we have a pool in the building. And when I walk alongside it, like to get out of the building, like I've thought about like, what if I just drop my phone on accident and it goes into the deep end. And I've had the thought of like, I'm not positive that I would go and get it. <laughs> I can't even guarantee that I would be worth my time to go inside to my house, put on a swimsuit and dive down to get my phone. I, if it, my phone went to a river, no, I'd be like, my phone, <laughs> you know what? All is this is making me sound like is a first world fucking asshole. Yes. So maybe I should shut up. <laughs> when, when I was little, I might've told the story before, but when I was little at the Oklahoma city zoo, they used to have dolphins there and they did this thing. I can't believe it. I no waivers were signed. It was so dangerous. Uh, the nineties were a wild time, but they had a, a, a show at uh, the dolphin show. And what they did is they would pick a child from the audience, put a child in a raft, a little inflatable raft and have dolphins chariot you around and everyone would clap and it was lovely. But what they did was they said to the child in the raft, they would say, Hey, I dropped my whistle 
the other day during practice. Would you look for it at the bottom for me? And if you see it, would you go get it? And I was like, so one day, one day, love the dolphin show. One day I was picked to be the chariot child. And I, I mean, when I think about greatest days in my life, wow, this is a memory. So I, I was wearing a, a tie-dye Mickey, Mickey Mouse print dress and blues, purples, pinks. And so I, I was like, uh, absolutely. I've been swimming since I was six months old. I'll go get that whistle. So, you know, I was looking over both sides of the chair, looking for this, like intently looking for this whistle. Why would they give you a job? Why can't you just enjoy? Why can't I just wave to the people like a king, like a a president waving to my, you know, constituents? I know. So, but I, I, I was like, oh, a task. I'm going to do that task. You know, my little brain, but my mom (laughs) was like trying to tell the trainers like, no, she's going to she's gonna dive in you don't understand you can't my mom was trying to like mime and like wave to the trainers like my daughter will jump in if she thinks she sees something she's not afraid (laughs) she she will get in that water with those (laughs) like this is a bad idea I don't get it I don't did so did you jump in no I I didn't I I didn't see a whistle at the bottom thank god because there was was it probably like 12 15 feet i mean because it's you know dolphins yeah. up and down and shit so but yeah I, I i just went around the little lap pool you know i don't i don't remember how many times i just remember getting to be in the wrap and having dolphins like my little horses chariot me around but i just remember being like if I find the whistle, maybe the trainers will let me work. You know what I mean? Like just my little brain just feels. I do not understand the point of telling kids to look for something. I don't know. I maybe they were doing something where they needed me to distracted to the to not be looking. You know, I don't remember like the whoa the point. You know, and maybe they did something. I just remember being like, if I get this fucking whistle, I bet they're gonna let me like hang out with the dolphins and I work here yeah like I was like my mind went straight from I've been chosen (laughs) I've won the the kid lottery (laughs) I'm in the dolphin raft (laughs) to now I get to work with the dolphins you know of course I probably wanted to be like a marine biologist at that time you know sure that's a job you think everyone has (laughs) because so (sighs) but yeah SeaWorld is just employed by a ton of marine biologists toddlers (laughs) six-year-old marine biologist i wanted to work with animals a lot and so like i remember just being the dog pound being like if i show them how many types of dogs i can identify for sure they're gonna want me to stick around I'm like, you guys, you got dachshunds here. You got lapso opsos. You got a couple chihuahuas over there. Like, I'll be shoveling shit in no time. (laughs) So my my cousins generously invited me to, and they had won an evening with a chef and a sommelier in their home. Oh, cool. And so they came down and they were, you know, they were, and the psalm was, you know, showing them different wines from the the vineyards that they work for and, and things like that. And so I, of course, I'm just like throwing my big dick around about wine around. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this guy's got a certificate and went through years of school. 
<laughs> I'm a drinker. <laughs> I was like, I bet I have some funny stories that don't impress him. <laughs> oh yeah, dry and fruit forward. Crazy. <laughs> I just I was like the legs. Charming story, you know, like stories and stuff like that. And and just oh my god. I was like, you wanted to be pulled aside and be like, hey, you should really look into this, sommelier. <laughs> like, I think you'd be great. Why do I need someone's approval? Like the minute somebody's like, oh, I'm a certificate holder of, of you know, a prestigious thing. I'm like, I need you to think I'm just as smart and good as you. A hundred percent. I need you to think back on this night and think that you couldn't have done it without me. <laughs> 100%. I know your job is to entertain and my job is to be your sous chef. <laughs> it was oh so embarrassing. An just- evening with a chef, a sommelier and Erica. And Erica, I'm I'm part of the prize too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, listen, we could do like a, a trio, a trio. I'll I'll go across the country with you guys. Yeah, you guys want to take a smoke break? I got it. <laughs> yeah, I'll take over. I'll, I'll grill these salmon. No, don't worry about it, man. So fucking funny. What color are they supposed to be on the inside? No, I got it. I'll figure it out. Don't worry about. It. Yeah, you got a thermometer? No, I got one. Uh, no, no, no. I got I got it by eye. Got it by yeah. eye. You yeah. touch your palm, you touch the meat. You touch your palm, you touch the meat. Is this is this a gas grill or an electric? I'll figure it out. Don't worry about it. Yes. <laughs> so so stupid. Anyways, you know it's so stupid. I, I, I so stupid. The things people that have too men much would money. Rather, men would rather do than go to therapy. Yes, a hundred percent from the newyorkpost.com. Oh, you know what? Someone said, hold on one second. Honey, what was the joke you made about what men would rather do than go to therapy? <laughs> we were watching Top Gun. We were watching Top Gun. And uh, if you haven't seen the new Top Gun Maverick, just like, I guess, I don't know, press fast forward for a second. Just for a second, though. But when Tom Cruise goes down and then Miles Teller like goes back to help him, even though it's against his orders. And so when we left, Taylor was like, men would rather go back into enemy territory and to save someone that they refuse to talk to than go to therapy. I thought it was funny. <laughs> that was funny. I thought it was funny. Funny, honey. Yeah, Erica's it like, was job. funny, honey. Do, does he want to be our fourth in my tree, my Psalm trio? <laughs> my Psalm chef, Erica Taylor, we could be a quad. Yeah. You'd be the sommelier and the chef. And then Taylor will just do a tight five (laughs) (laughs) from the New York (laughs) post.com tech workers, tech workers are getting leg lengthening surgeries that cost up to $150,000. So I have two things to say about this just right off the bat. $150,000 kind of sounds cheap for such a surgery. Like our surgeries, like not affected by inflation. This seems like it would be to get a leg extension. My head is $4 million. I don't, I mean, I guess if you're, it's the time. I mean, it's not that much time. I guess you're paying by the hour, the surgeon, and you've already got the operating, you know, I mean, a surgery costs a surgery. You know, it's not the, you know, $6 million man or whatever that show was back in the day. He had a lot of shit done. This seems like kept up with inflation pretty pretty average so you think it's it's the cost of labor that i'm uh i'm underestimating yeah 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 so it's like uh uh, it costs between 70 to one hundred fifty thousand dollars, depending on how many inches the patient wants to grow as well as thousands of dollars in more in follow-up cost i mean this i mean this is just look 
they've already referenced that it was a woman who came in from PayPal who wanted this. So it's not just all, you know, widow bitty men. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I have a, a long history of dating short men. It's okay. <laughs> I can say that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that, that's not a pass. Some um, of my best friends are short men. I can say that. I, I can say that's how it's it cool. <laughs> no, there's a patient who was like, he said that he's 23 year old uh, Chicago based software engineer. And he underwent this procedure because he was deeply insecure about his height because a girl who he had a big crush on roasted him about it. So he went from five, six to five, nine, or, Aye. you know, what he referred to himself after that is six foot, six foot. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, dude, just like, do, do be at least 5'10". I guess I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure it hurts a lot, but. Oh my I, God. Yes. They, they, oh my God. So basically they, they break your femur and insert metal nails and they grow over time and extend one millimeter a day, making the recovered patient several inches taller. Wow. That's crazy. Like just be have you thought about just being like nicer and dating less shallow people? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Look, mm -hmm. I understand. Absolutely. In, it, yes, absolutely. I understand, you know, like in the same way that women get attacked for everything mm -hmm. men do, there is a stigma about being a short man. But, you know, yeah, it just kind of comes down to, like, maybe date different people. Because, <laughs> like, I'm five foot ten. I was in a long failed relationship with a guy who was, like, ugh, short as can be, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I put him in my pocket. I stuck I, him into a concert one time. I used to do stand-up jokes about him, about how <laughs> he, he couldn't come because this bar doesn't have booster seats like but just, uh yeah well what's crazy could... about the doing this for romantic prospects is like your kids this did not change your genetic material and so if you do this for a romantic partner and then you have offspring your offspring's gonna get your old nose your offspring's gonna get <laughs> the height you were born with you know what are you supposed to do? Let's say you get your surgery. You go from five foot six to five nine, which honestly, people who are like super height obsessed, five nine isn't tall enough, mm -hmm. you know? Or how about this? You go from five nine to five eleven, aka six foot to, you know, the lying man. <clears throat> then you whisk your new shallow partner off to Barbados. And you're in airport security and you can't get through because you got jingle jangle in, in your ankles. Or where's your femur? Where's the femur at? Yeah, yeah between your, your knee and your the, the yeah. ankle, right? And then, like, do you admit it? Like, do you say, like, mm. oh, well, the reason is, is because I... I got some inches added onto my height. I mean, I guess it's it's no different than a woman admitting that she's had Botox or her lips done. Yeah, but Botox and lips don't make the security go off at the airport. 
well, yeah, they could, depending on what injections you're getting and where you got them. Mm, yeah. I, I had to go through security last night at the LA Coliseum and I wore like a metal, like a big metal piece necklace around my neck and security was like, can we, they didn't make me take it off and go through the metal detector without it. They just searched under, under, underneath it. I was like, oh my, do you, do you think I have like, like needles under, like, what do you think I yeah. have? And but, so they had to like, ma'am, can you step aside? And they like, you know, like did like the frisking but like between my, my neck and my neck <laughs> but they were like uh res- res- respectfully <laughs> respectfully can we search your neck yeah, um, can we search your neck it's very so interesting yeah i just want to say this i think it's important because you know we've talked on this podcast about how much we're dying to get lip injections for fun and you know i've been open i think we uh, i've been open about the fact that i get botox like if this will make you feel better, go off, get it mm-hmm. $150,000 add a couple inches to your height. Like, I don't want to sound like I'm judging these people. I just, you know, I don't want to, I almost, I almost want to retract everything I said about like date less shallow people. You should date. Don't, don't date someone who makes you feel bad about yourself, but like I'm just thinking about it in my own perspective. And I'm like, yeah, I guess I do things too, you know? And, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And I don't think that my partner cares one way or another. Cause I just want to feel good about myself. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Do it. If it makes you feel good about yourself, don't do it for other people. Yes. Yeah. Do it for you. Don't do it for them. Yeah. 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 Cause it's, you know, it's, a, it's, it sounds ouchies. Yeah. It should always be about you. I, but the thing that really bothers me is there's a trend of, plastic surgeons and estheticians on social media and TikTok that are like, here's what I would do to someone's face. And it's like, I hate that. Don't do that. Don't do that. That's their choice. You can say, this is what, you know, this is what they've done. And this is the, or if someone said, I've had this done. Now, if you want to explain to me what a threading is or what this, what this procedure is, please educate me because I don't know all these things, but don't say, Oh, this is how I would make her face look like the plastic face that we're trying to make every like the the copy paste face we're trying to make everyone look like. Like, don't I hate that? I truly hate that. I'm like everyone's face like that's a unique, beautiful thing, and we're trying to make everyone look the same. Don't do that. I, I really don't yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I did you did you watch the Queen's Gambit? Did we talk about this? I did. I did. I watched it right away. I mean, I I, I, it came up on Netflix and I was like, yeah. that looks like something I want to watch. And I think I watched it in like a, a day and a half. I think it was just the, the haircut and the eyes. I was like, oh, absolutely. It had everything to do with her. The marketing for that show was fantastic. It was just her. Yeah. I was like, like, and I wasn't yeah. familiar with that actress prior. Me neither. But if, if you would have been like, here's a, a short show about chess, I'd have been like, I'm good. But now you want to watch her play chess. Yeah. You want to watch her do everything. Yeah. Yeah. Chess. Chess is having a moment right now, though. Yes, totally. So a real moment. So one of the greatest chess players of all time quit a tournament after suffering a defeat. Their opponent denies cheating using anal beads. 
th- th- this is all true. This is <laughs> real shit. So one of, yeah, this is what's happening in the chess world from the avclub.com. Oh, go, chess- off, go off, queen. <laughs> <laughs> chess grandmaster accused of using anal beads to cheat receives offer to clear his name by playing nude. I don't totally understand like how how that works how the anal beads could help <laughs> so okay so from, so basically he would get signals sent using wireless anal beads so, so like you know signals sent from where the person the other person's brain like or like like his people watching the match could be like buzz oh, buzz this. yeah like if, if i give you one short buzz you know make the 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 the, the victor opening and if i give you two too long two buzzes, buzzes move the rook yeah so basically uh yeah so so okay so this grandmaster his opponent so the, the, okay so a 19 year old named hans neiman Thanks, the webcam site offered to host the match played by him entirely in the nude. But he said, uh, you know, he he won't participate. They offered him one million dollars to star in it. But so, you know, I mean, how he we was the here? one who said that he would play naked in the first place. Yeah, this I mean, if you build it, they will come, you know, <laughs> yeah. like you said you would do it. And they're yeah. like, great. OK. How about yeah. this? How about we yeah. give you a million dollars to do it? And then yeah. he's like, I didn't mean it. So now I think he really does have anal beads. So, so Neiman beat the world champion Magnus Carlsen at a cup at the cup. Sinkfield? Sinkfield cup, cup earlier. So Carlsen withdrew from the tournament altogether with a tweet casting cheating allegations on his competitor. So I then, mean, Magnus Carlsen is gnarly that this is where his mind goes when it comes to where he's cheating and how he's cheating. Well, but Neiman admitted to cheating at chess.com on chess.com when he was 12 and him being like younger, less established, led every, you know, the internet interneted and everyone has theories now that he might have, you know, cheated. And so somebody... A, a theory offered by a Reddit user, Nick Bintulin, covered in lengthy article on uh, to, to, covered by Ethan Gotch on another website, is that Neiman stole a vibrating wireless anal bead system powered by an advanced AI from Carlson and used it to win. So, yeah, basically, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Crazy. Crazy, but yeah, that's I mean, kind of like what's happening in the chess world right now. Then play naked in like a what a clear chair. Like I'm you... like, yeah, where, what's the camera angle up? Huh? You know how do you call do the that? people at Naked and Afraid? They seem to be good at getting up shots up people's. Yeah, you want to see anuses? You want to see hole? Yeah, you want to see hole? <laughs> would you watch it? Because I think I would. If if this guy actually was like, I'll play naked. Like, I enjoyed the Queen's Gambit so much that I'd be like, yeah, I'll watch Naked Chess if it's two of the best chess players in the world. No, I don't. I don't know. You don't, we wouldn't watch it. Mm, He's getting paid a million dollars. I don't enjoy, I think I enjoy nudity standing. But I don't <laughs> enjoy nudity in like a sitting position. 
hunched over <laughs> hunched board. over like thinking yeah i'm not like a thinking nudity yeah i don't know i mean all bodies are you know valid and beautiful all that but, but i just i'm like but you only ugh. like people when they're standing yeah i'm like give me a sculpture i guess i'm, I'm very i don't know um, can you place chess at like a standing desk kind of thing like would you like that then kind of like were a, a 360 standing- yeah 360 camera underneath so it kind of just goes rolls around and yeah constant yeah yeah. or orbits the the butts and the uh the other parts i want a drone a constant hovering drone like that thing that e gets for like the emmys and they do the 360 camera like i kind of want that that technology yes yes a drone a drone is smart though because a drone can kind of get yeah yeah oh no, what actually what I want is Miss Frizzle. I want oh, her magic school, magic bus school bus to shrink down. <gasps> what if he's using the magic school trip? bus to cheat? Oh, but where's Miss Frizzle? Get that's my new theory. Yeah. Wow. Fucking wow. He's, Miss. Where's where's Miss Frizzle in this whole thing? Yeah. Well, anyway. Wow. Well, I'll tell you where Miss Frizzle is not. Australia yeah yeah so we we've had our our joy with petty elephants this year Mm -hmm. and and we all know how i feel about kangaroo how jacked kangaroos are yeah you're attracted to them it's it's weird i'm not attracted i just appreciate their form okay (laughs) i seem to remember the conversation getting weird and you getting caught being attracted to buff kangaroos it's just it's weird how jack they are that's i'm just saying it's like it's it's weird that they're like so it's weird that they make me feel this way because they're jacked (laughs) i just think they're they're they're, i don't know like they're they're more buff than a gorilla and a gorilla is closer to us you know genetically but like a kangaroo looks more like a a boxer i I think a kangaroo is more toned than a gorilla i don't know if that they're more buff yeah that's a they're more toned that's a good like a kangaroo with like a six-pack yeah like big pecs yeah yeah Yeah. douche (laughs) from fox.com a pet kangaroo in australia kills the owner and stops paramedics from saving him uh it's the first fatal kangaroo attack in more than 85 years so I'm just saying kangaroos, this might be like the test. You know, they're like testing the waters. They're like, all right, all right. We've been laying low for 85 years and these humans have become pretty chill, pretty complacent. They've been filming us for their little TikToks and putting us to music. We're really lulling them into a place of safety. And this was kind of like the the, the shot heard around the world. You know, this was like the first kangaroos drew first blood, you know? Sure. Yeah, after an 85-year treaty, yeah. finally. Something, something happened. This man did something, is all I'm saying. We're on the verge of a cold war with kangaroos. That's what we're trying to say. That's what we're saying. Yeah, yeah. So the man was 77 years old, and he got attacked by a wild kangaroo that he was keeping as a pet in the Australian town of Redmond. But uh, by the time the ambulance got there, he was in serious condition. and But the kangaroo was like, don't don't come here bro don't come here don't don't save this guy bro yeah and the ambulance was like fuck we can't but we can't we can't put ourselves in risk yeah 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 Yeah, that kangaroo is gonna fuck us up but if this were like a shonda rhymes drama there would be like the one parent the one young paramedic that's like they're like no you can't go out there and he's like no i'm gonna do it and then somehow you know what i'm like i'm just picturing like the shonda 
Shondaland story. Shondaland, this. yeah, totally. Uh, the like comes the, on, yeah. How to say the life, and then like the one paramedic somehow runs out there and bites the kangaroo, and then the other paramedic like pulls the man back in. And don't like, be the one to distract him. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, it's all very slow it's, motion. In the, the the driver and the one the driver the paramedic and the, and then the one that running out to distract him are obviously in love but they've just had a big fight and then he's gonna do it and she's like no don't go and as he's fighting the kangaroo a ring falls out of his pocket because <laughs> he was gonna propose he was gonna propose wow oh, god god damn it shauna hire us we're better than that lady faking cancer on grays anyway <laughs> uh, okay you know that story i don't oh oh my god like this one lady on gray's anatomy for has been like lying for years about her illnesses and like her, her like family oh my god I'll, I'll send you articles it's insane this, yeah okay. this one lady's been lying about her trauma and like faking cancer for years as a writer on Grey's Anatomy and anyway. weird oh yeah yeah and then would be like oh I can't do my deadline because I have treatment and everyone's like oh oh she's so brave and but like and and then co-opted other people's stories and put them as storylines in Grey's Anatomy. Uh, it's nuts. I'll send it to you. Anyway. So, yeah, they, they couldn't. So, they had to, to unfortunately, euthanize the kangaroo by a firearm. And, you know, um, yeah. They, and it was preventing the ambulance from accessing the injured man. And it, it was a wild animal. y'all. It's a wild animal being kept as a pet. Like, they're not. A wild animal that knows how to box. They're they're 70 kilometers in weight and we're american and we don't know what that means the hell's that mean 70 but kilometers that wait that's distance big. babe kilometers no there's 70 is... kilograms i'm sorry there's 70 kilograms in weight 223 centimeters in height it's 154 Ooh, that's a they're in the lightweight division <laughs> i could i then i could fuck up a, a kangaroo no way uh, if a 154 pound boxer came up to me they would beat the shit out of me i but i'm a i'm like a wrestler body like a like a like you know what i mean i have like i could go go for the knees but do you have and, skills no yeah, offense it's in my dna my great granddad was uh, in the wrestling hall of fame. He qualified for the 36 Olympics. Then he broke his leg and didn't get a go. But, uh, but do kangaroos have knees? That's, you know what? We'll never be able to know. I don't, there's no yeah. way for us to know. We've never been in front of a kangaroo. There's no such service that could ever let us know if kangaroos have knees. I guess you can't We've never seen one. Knees. Yeah. I've never seen a kangaroo for sure. So I can say um, that for sure. I've never yeah, seen one. But I, I would go for the knees. That's what you do. That's how you get there. But then they have those tails. Yeah, those will fuck you oh, up. Oh, they'll, they'll come around and whip up. Yeah, I don't know. But damn. Damn. I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm just saying, I weigh more than that kangaroo. And while he might have more muscle mass, I think I have the agility. Okay. And what if, I, what if I just came at him and I was like, nah, bro. Hug you know oh wow yeah you think you could the... solve it with hugs what but... about a pepsi <gasps> what that if i an old reference but <laughs> to kindle chip what if yeah, i handed him a pepsi i read an incredible tweet that was like yeah we can all mock pepsi but what has coke tried to do about racism <laughs> it's true that's true anyway yeah, yeah I, we you know we don't have enough to talk about i'm sure you're just inundated and sick of and have been memed 
to death. If, you, if you're a part of the internet, if you're on Twitter, it's, it's, you know, you know that Maroon 5's lead singer, Adam Levine, has sent many, many a message to Instagram hotties. And he's not great at it. Fuck, your body's so hot. Look, we're what we're doing right now is we're getting ready. You know, we're getting ready for the dumpster fire, but we just feel like we need to honorably mention the fact that the world is in a tizzy over Adam Levine (laughs) cheating on his pregnant wife. Yeah, man. This is the memes out there are honestly so funny that I feel like we, we couldn't possibly contribute. No, Twitter, I, I, I found this TikTok and I was like, like on Monday or maybe, I don't remember when it all came out and I was like, oh my God, it came, it came right up on my phone. I opened up TikTok and it was the first thing. And I was like, oh, what's this? And then I was like, holy shit, I'm part of a cultural moment. I'm seeing this organically. (gasps) Oh, that's incredible. Yeah. Uh, This is the first one where she was like. I'm going to say it, but I think I'm, it's because I'm on messy talk. Like, Ooh, girl. Yeah. yeah I'm on messy that. talk a lot. Yeah. So yeah, it was cool. I, yeah. I was pretty proud of myself. And, uh, so anyways, honorable mention to, uh, uh Adam Levine. Yeah. It's just incredible. I'll, I'll buy a steak dinner and whisper sweet nothings to it, <laughs> to that booty. If you follow trashy trashy's Instagram, you know, you've seen You've seen some of these memes. Oh, it's just, I mean, bless his heart. Like, he's just like, he's, he's trying to keep up with like Gen Z. He's trying to sext Gen Z and Gen Z. <laughs> like, how about keep up with your fucking wife, bro? Your pregnant Victoria wife. secret model wife. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now that we've gotten that out of the way, are you ready? Oh, girl, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Yeah. Oh, it's, I'm ready. It's time for the dumpster fire of the week. Oh my God. So from the internet, because it's been in a lot of places, but we're (laughs) pulling from nwahomepage.com. The Beyond Meat COO is arrested for biting a man's nose at Razorback Stadium in Uh. Arkansas. Is that in Arkansas? Yeah, Fayetteville, Arkansas. (laughs) Roll Tide? Oh no, that's Alabama. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Don't cancel me. The South gonna rise again, Cass, because of that. Oh, God, I'm sorry. (laughs) Jesus, I don't know all your fucking catchphrases. Yeah, this is... Look, well, tell the story, and then I'll I'll let everyone know my opinion. A food company executive was arrested on a pair of charges after reportedly biting a man's nose in a parking garage in Fayetteville on Saturday night. Not just any food company, a food company that specializes in making meatless meat, vegan meat, (laughs) plant-based meat. Doug Ramsey, 53, was arrested on September 17th on charges of terroristic threatening and third-degree battery. According to a preliminary report, the incident happened at a parking garage near Razorback Stadium following Arkansas's victory over Missouri State. I love that the the journalists got that in like fuck you Missouri over when State. Arkansas won over Missouri roll tide roll tide no <laughs> <laughs> gig them gig them <laughs> we're, we're 
just getting canceled all over. Hook them horns. God damn it. Is that it. their thing? No, you just, that's tech- you just naming all the ones you'd corn huskers. No. no. <laughs> Go Bruins. All right. No. <laughs> just after 10 p.m., an officer was dispatched to gate diff gate 15 for disturbance that had previously occurred in the stadium drive parking garage otherwise known as gd sorry sdpg it's like okay thank you we don't need to know the like term the inside cop terms like we're good so it's two males with bloody faces determined that mr ramsey was in the traffic lane of the structure attempting to leave when a subaru inched his way in front of ramsey's bronco making contact with the front passenger side tire and ramsey got out and punched through the back of a windshield of a subaru so don't ever say that being vegan makes you weak because this guy apparently is able to punch through the window of a subaru subarus are tough tough vehicle built ford tough right yeah right talk about built subaru tough good in snow you know what i'm saying yeah I, I was recently speaking to someone that moved to Idaho and they were like, oh, I, you know, our family vehicle is a Subaru. And I was like, yeah, I thought one was issued to you at the state line when you moved there. They call that- Subaru Outbacks the uh, the state bird of Colorado. <laughs> that's that's really good. Pretty much anywhere except L.A. It's helpful to have a Subaru, although people still have them here, too. I I've been playing with fire, Cassandra, Lee, and I don't, I got to stop. I got to uh-huh. stop because you never know how somebody else is going to react. But I, I was recently driving, I have two incidences. You never, never, never escalate a vehicle interaction. So I, I was driving on like a side street between like two, like, you know, between Wilshire and Beverly. So I was taking like uh-huh. side streets to get between those two. And I was driving at the speed and a, a gentleman behind me got so upset that he went and passed me and made like a big gesture and sped really fast and got in front of me. And I was like, okay, big, big man, whatever. Well, then we then pulled up to the same red light. And I was like, oh, you really did that. You got in front of me so fast. And I was like, okay. And so I, I lightly honked on my horn. Ooh. And he then flips me off. Well, he flipped me off first. Then I lightly honked on my horn. That was the, the series. Of you events. guys pulled up to the red light and you looked over and he just flipped you off. Oh, no, he flipped me off like in the rear view mirror. And then I lightly tapped on my horn. Like, why did he hate you so much? I don't know. He hated himself. The passenger, his girlfriend or wife gets out of the car and slams. It was like, I'll just meet you with her. I can't believe you. I'll just get out of the restaurant. So she's pissed at him because obviously this is a pattern or something is happening because so you're like, ruining his fucking day by existing. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, Oh, she mad at him. Cause he's being an asshole right now. And I'm like, cool, 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 cool. Well then he, again, we're at a red light stopped. He starts to back up. <gasps> like he's going to hit my car. I'm like, if you hit me by backing up, you've lost, like you've lost, like there's no, I take a picture of his little license plate with my you know, camera phone. I'm like, okay. What, what are you going to do? Intimidate me? And I'm just like sitting there like, what are you going to do, buddy? It was it was truly insane. So then he pulled off and squealed off down to Beverly. And I was like, oh, big man, you know. Ew. <sighs> yeah, that was crazy. Then the other day, close to home, it was like I picked Winston up from the airport early in the morning. 
We're driving on a, a city street. Car stopped in the middle of the street. So I have to go into the other lane briefly to get around it. Well, there's a car far, far coming the other lane. And so I start to go, well, this car from the other lane speeds up to like meet me head on in their lane. They were, they were going, they sped up to stop me from going like around this car. And it was as if Winston and I had like a choreographed dance. We were both like, we at the same level of exasperation and anger. We were just like, what are you doing? Like our hands both went up in the same, like, again, like we were in some like ritualistic prayer. <laughs> like This was like what you do in mass. It was like, what are you doing? And like just the same level. And, and then we stood there. I was like, I'm not moving my vehicle. She she escalated this and then she eventually backed up and I was like, People I gotta stop get playing with fire. Crazy. People crazy. Get crazy behind the behind yeah. the wheel of a car. Anyway, I was like, oh, these are two instances. I've never had like a road rage instance, but I was like, I didn't I I feel like I'm 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 playing with fire. I didn't escalate, but I'm playing with fire and I'm gonna you gotta be careful. Stop. Yeah. Because you never you know might... who's gonna like have a gun or something. Yeah. Or punch through your Subaru window. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, and anyway, so, bite yeah. your fucking nose. Yeah. So then yeah, yeah. So so the owner of the Subaru then got out and stated that Ramsey pulled him in close and started punching his body. <gasps> Ramsey also bit the owner's nose, ripping the flesh on the tip of the nose. So then Ramsey also threatened to kill the owner of the Subaru. Both occupants of the vehicles got out and helped the separate parties, you know, and uh, Ramsey was arrested at 10, 27 p.m. and booked into the Washington County Jail. Ay, ay, ay. If you're the COO of a meatless meat yeah. and you get wild, you know, because the, you know, your football game didn't go right and someone hit your front tire fine punch through that Subaru window pull them in close and get a bunch of body shots in but don't bite them because that's what the headlines are on every version of the story i would rather say like just see like a coo of beyond meat gets in a fist fight or maybe it wouldn't have gotten covered by press at all it's getting covered by press because the meatless guy looks like a fucking cannibal that's what yeah. happened here. Yeah. His PR firm was like, did you have to fucking bite this guy? You punched the shit out of him. You right. could have fucking killed him. But you know what? <laughs> did you have did to you eat have him? To, did you have to fucking bite him? Jesus, what, what happened? Like, he must be a huge, huge Missouri State fan. Roll Tide. Well, that's what I was like. Roll <laughs> Tide. We're going to get letters. We're going to get tweets. <laughs> but I, I I thought he was an Arkansas fan because uh, Tyson is based out of Arkansas. So I assume Dave Doug was a Arkansas fan. Like well, you can't be that angry if you're winning. I just bought this Ford Bronco and everyone's been telling me, why would you get a Ford Bronco? Because that's the OJ Simpson car, but I like it. And then you fucking hit it. I'm like, know. you just don't bite. Yeah. Look, we don't condone biting at Trashy Trashy, whether or not you are the COO of a meatless meat company or not. But 
<laughs> there's just gotta be rules of like, Hey, congratulations on this promotion. Like if you're going to make a million dollars a minute, like, um, I guess our best advice is just to, if you get in a dispute, um, don't bite. Don't bite. Yeah. <laughs> don't do you know, anything that replicates eating and, uh, you know, what you do. Have you heard of cuteness aggression? You know, like when you, you see something or, oh my God, that's so cute. I just want to eat it. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe he just was like, oh my God, that guy's so cute. I just want to eat him. Maybe he was cuteness aggression. You're so cute. Body shot, body shot, body shot. I just want to bite your nose. I just want to bite your nose. Yeah. Uh, I, either way, yeah. don't. Like, if he, the only way that this would have been acceptable is if he got in a fist fight with a broccoli. <laughs> then it's like, yeah, eat, eat it. Yeah, eat, eat it. it out of it. Eat it. Yeah, eat it. Whatever, bro. Whatever, bro. Whatever. What are you hoarding? Yeah. I, okay. I am hoarding. Little German industrial metal band Rammstein. I went to their show last night at friggin' the, the LA Coliseum, and it is the most incredible, incredible thing I've ever seen in my life. I've never seen the the showmanship, the performance elements. They have fire uh pyrotechnics is a big part of their show uh they were like banned from the u.s because of how <laughs> like, like sadomasochistic and, and and dangerous their shows were like one of their albums was banned from the u.s for a while it's like uh, metal fire it's just it lights energy the stage setup was the biggest thing i've ever seen in my life like it looked like metropolis but like huge there were just elements where it's like oh this is fun and then it was like oh we're gonna do this thing this huge p- stage setup piece and you're like i didn't know it could get bigger i didn't know it could get crazier i didn't know you could do that at a live show I, it was truly incredible and these these guys have been around since 1994 so they're they've been at it for almost 30 years so like they've perfected it they perfected it it, it was like google just just watch like 30 seconds of a youtube video of their their this latest tour but it is i mean people i would talk to people at the show last night that flew in from all over i talked to people that flew in from europe to be here for this show i was like do i do they go? not perform often are they not on like a tour right now is this just like a special thing no they're on a tour they're on a on a stadium tour but i think they this, this tour had been delayed because of the pandemic so i think people were just like like itching for it you know and yeah it it, i mean just presence i've never been i don't understand i don't speak a word of german i've never just been hypnotized by you know i know i know some of their songs you know by in pop culture and things like that but i've just never been so hypnotized and i yeah i was like man this is incredible i yeah uh, they're 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 the band from the opening of the movie triple x which oh my god erica a surprising amount of people in my life have not seen vin diesel's perform like vin diesel and triple x which is the, the the people i tried to reference that to like it's 
disappointing how many people have not seen triple x so yeah erica texted and asked if i wanted to go to romstein and i said babe i don't go to stadium shows like i don't i hate leaving my house you know uh unless romstein is a bunch of drag queens like i'm probably not gonna go Um, was drag it was german metal track fine well but she said she's like oh yeah it's the song from the opening of triple x who the fuck saw triple x and who committed triple x to memory like that I did watch the YouTube clip that you sent me of the opening of Triple X, not the whole thing, because I'm not like insane, but like I was like, oh, it's the do do Smith. It's like that song. Okay, got yeah. it. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you just really, really liked Triple X a lot, I guess. I, it was on cable all the time. Like, I, I, memory, like high school memories of just, I guess I made out to the movie Triple X a lot. I, I don't know that the movie just was burned in my brain a lot. Like, Vin Diesel invented YouTube, basically. Like, he did extremes. He was like an extremes guy, and he would film them. Anyway, everyone go watch Triple X. It holds up. I, I think, I don't know. I haven't seen it in some time. I'm going to go ahead and veto that. <laughs> anyway, don't. what are you hoarding? What are you hoarding? Okay, I went to one of the best restaurants that I've ever been to in my life. I can't think of a better restaurant. I was, we were, I was shook by it. It was me and Taylor's anniversary a couple days ago. And we went to, it's called Safi's S-A-F-F-Y apostrophe F apostrophe. Oh, Jesus. Safi's S-A-F-F-Y-S. I hope I'm not wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's the same people who own Bestia. They own Bestia. Yep. Right. Have you been to Safi's? No, but I'm looking at it right now. It's gorgeous. I'll tell you what. If you listen to what I'm about to say and you go, I guess I'm going to go to Safi's, you better not go without me. We can, we got to do a double date or something there because this shit was so fucking delicious. And, and, okay, so it's, it's in East Hollywood, like directly next to like the big dog Scientology Center, the big blue one that's like really creepy right? It's, that's the view. If you're in Safi's and you look to the right or the left, depending on what area you're facing, you're looking at the, the ass part of that big, scary Scientology building. But we had a reservation for 8 PM and we were like, Oh, we're going to show up at seven 30, maybe get a drink at the bar. They'll probably have our table ready for us. To be honest, like it's a Wednesday wrong. This shit was fucking packed. packed. Okay. Like so busy to a point where our, our, 8 p.m. reservation. We weren't sat until like 8.15, but we had they had little tables on the side of the building that you could wait for your reservation and then servers will come over and, you know, get cocktails for you. I had this cocktail. It's called the Sour. It was like mezcal, pineapple juice, carrot juice, like passion fruit. Oh my God. It was so good. I was like just sucking them back. They were so good. And then the food was awesome. I'm two tables away from fucking Colin Jost and Scar- Scarlett Johansson. <gasps> this was just like it, the Hollywood experience I needed. So you got to go. I'm looking at open table to get a reservation. You got it, it, it's, it's, oh, yeah, it's impossible. Hard. Yeah, we made our reservation like probably a, a month or two in advance. It's really hard to get in. And it's not like Bestia prices, like, cause this is their, you know, quote unquote, casual Mediterranean place. So, I mean, it's still, we still had like a $200 meal, but we had like (laughs) eight, six or eight cocktails. And then like 
two appetizers and a main because everything is family style and a dessert. So actually two, 240, like with tip, like wasn't too bad. The service was great. I can't speak highly enough about this place. I was like, I can't believe how good this food is. I can't think of a time when I've been to a restaurant where the food's been better than this. I'm dying to go back, go to Safi's if you're in LA, treat yourself. It's going to, it's, there's a wait and make your reservations early. <laughs> wow. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna try go. to get a table right now. Like, yeah, do it. Good. Get a table for four. Let's fucking go. Okay. okay. I'm, I'm, I'm all right. I'm texting you dates right now. Okay. Yes. What are you throwing out? I am throwing out. Okay. I have been thinking a lot about this and I think, I think the concept of free shipping has made us more likely to buy shit. Cause like, if I see, I gotta pay for shipping. Uh-huh. That. even if shipping costs is baked into the price then you know it's all mental mess it's the same shit same price basically but we should pay for shipping we would buy less if we were like mentally had to pay for shipping are you serious right now you're throwing yes. out free shipping yes i'm throwing because out free you shipping. can't control yourself you're throwing we out free society. shipping society are you serious right i now? am i am serious i am dead serious we need to pay for shipping <laughs> if we paid for shipping it just even okay this is 150 dollars. you get free shipping it's 141 dollars. it's nine dollars shipping it's the same price still but just mentally being like, oh, no, it costs money to use UPS. What or side are you on? Uh, the, huh? Us consuming less, mu- less, consuming less. The supply chains are going to break down at some point. I'm like, I'm really in an, um, an apocalypse place. Like, I, I, I really think we should mentally, if like we didn't have so much free shipping quotations, we would buy less stuff and we would consume less stuff and like fast fashion wouldn't happen and we wouldn't throw so much shit in landfills that we don't need. I really think we should pay for shipping. All that's going to change if free shipping goes away is that maybe malls might get more popular again or that all these shipping companies are just going to make more money. They already are making the money. They're already being used. They're already. It costs money to use UPS for, you know, all these brands are Why having Why don't you just them? throw out like chaotic online consumerism? rather than throwing out something that everyone likes, which is free shipping. <laughs> everyone likes free shipping. Because it's, it's, it's a trick. It's a trick and it tricks us into buying more. And we're, we're doing it anyway. What tricks us into buying more is the algorithms and the, the advertisements. Free shipping is simply a convenience of it all. I mean, let's like being like, oh, I want to throw out the grocery store down the street because I would eat less if the grocery store was farther. Erica, I'm you, 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 whatever. Fine. Who am I to question it? You, you want to throw out free shipping? What are you throwing out? Paid shipping? No, no. Damn it. (laughs) That would be, I I would truly love it if that's what you had written down. I'd be like, share, show me your phone right now. I did. I ordered a under the desk treadmill for my life so that I would move while I worked. And the shipping costs associated is what made me choose one treadmill over the other. Ooh, yeah. Because one of them was prime and free shipping and the other one wasn't. And I was like, I don't want to pay an extra 50 or $60 to get this treadmill here when this one will come for free. So, you know, whatever. What I'm actually throwing out is the phenomenon 
of wedding nightmares. Guys, if you've been married and you leading up to your wedding, if you had a wedding, had nightmares, like please tell me about them (laughs) because I have so many friends who like you get these nightmares leading up to your wedding about like the venue is locked or you you are walking down the aisle in your pajamas or like all these things. So last night I had, I think technically this is my second wedding nightmare, but it was definitely the most vivid one. And I had a, a nightmare that my dress, that I never took my dress to get altered. So I was like, my fucking sleeves are going to be falling down this whole like thing and that I'd never spoken to my wedding coordinator. So nobody knew where to go or where to be. (laughs) And, and also that I hadn't talked to Taylor in like hours. (gasps) He didn't then, and he didn't like after the wedding was over, which the wedding didn't even occur in the dream, but like it, it was over in my head. And like, he didn't come back to our room so Mm -hmm. like my wedding night I was just like in a hotel room like hanging out with shout out Ashley Reardon like it was me and (laughs) Ashley in this room and I was like this is but I was like is this the day before is this the sleepover the day before I'm like no this is the day like we got I got married tonight and then I didn't see him again until the hotel breakfast which like my hotel block doesn't have breakfast but I didn't see him again until a hotel breakfast (laughs) where he's with every all all of his buddies and I'm like where the fuck have you been? (laughs) And he was like, I just needed some space from you. And I'm like, I'm your wife. And so I woke up this morning, just stressed, angry at Taylor for things he didn't do. He's like, good morning. Like so sweet. And I'm like, you fucking asshole. Like I'm your wife and you're ignoring me. And you're, and he's like, what? (laughs) Like he wakes up like a little baby angel. (laughs) So, yeah, I don't think that enough people talk about this phenomenon. I'm throwing it out. I don't want five months of wedding nightmares, but uh, I'm going to try to keep remembering them. And if you've had wedding nightmares, like hit me up on Instagram. Tell me about your crazy wedding nightmares. Like I want to yeah. I want to see what everyone else was having nightmares about. <laughs> That's horrible. Well, where where can the people find you? At Cass Cardenas on Instagram and Twitter. Where can they find you? At Iconic Erica Curry on Instagram and at Gilly Gal on Twitter. And you can find this podcast at Trashy Trashy Pod on Instagram and Twitter and Trashy Trashy Pod on TikTok. We are live. It's actually on happening now. We're sorry. We're Go ahead. Pushing out, we're pushing out content. Erica has been working her little tootie off, figuring out how to make these TikToks for the kids. And she's doing a great job. I don't know what I'm doing. And I'm so scared. You're doing doing good. You're doing good. I I made a TikTok on my personal. I I don't know. I don't, again, I don't know what I'm doing, Uh, but I I was like, oh, I got followed by somebody that I thought was a bot. Uh Uh-huh. Everything about their profile screamed bot. Hot person. No, like low engagement on their photos. No real, Uh no mutuals no links, no, nothing, you know, nothing gave I'm a person. And so I made a, I made a, I thought it was a funny TikTok. And I was like, oh, it's a bot, you know? So I made that TikTok. I post it. And one of my friends is like, oh, actually that's my friend. No, he, he's a real person. And I was like, you made a TikTok about one of your bot followers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did you delete it? I deleted the Instagram story. I did not delete the TikTok. Yeah. yeah. Wow. 
because I didn't want him to see that because I posted the TikTok to my Instagram. So I, I don't know what I'm doing, but nothing about his account. I want to, I, now I want to DM him and be like, hey, I want to help you optimize your profile so people don't think you're a bot because you're an extremely hot model. Let me help you, you know? I got a message in my inbox mm-hmm. that just said, hey, which is oh, always sus. Yeah. And so I went to look at the profile and it looks like a mommy blogger. The hell do you want? Mm-hmm. You know, like, cause like sometimes it's like someone who like is either a bot or just someone yeah. who's like just very random and like yeah. is just kind of shooting their shot, you yeah. know? Yeah. But this one was like a mommy blogger. And I'm like, is she trying to sell me on something? Like maybe she's a fan. Okay. If you're a fucking fan, Say, hey, I listen to Trashy Trashy. Don't just say, hey, I'm sorry. If you reach out to me and you don't tell me why you're who you know or who I know or why I would know you, I'm probably going to fucking block you for messaging me. I'm I'm very sensitive on Instagram and I, and I scare easy, okay? <laughs> so, like, if you do anything that feels a little bit weird, I'm going to freak out. I'm going to freak out. I know I'll block you. Perfect. Perfect. You better tell you better tell me that you're a listener. Yeah. Well, you can find this podcast at Trashy Trashy Podcast, www.trashytrashypodcast.com, or you can email us at trashytrashypodcast at gmail.com. We love you, baby trash cans. We really appreciate you telling a friend, sharing the Hub Hopper Award, sending in the votes. It means the world to us. And thank you so much for continuing to listen, telling a friend. And uh, following us on TikTok so I can feel the the hit of, of dopamine from trying to figure out what, I don't know what any of this shit is. And my little thumbs are too big to find the, it's hard. The shit is hard. Yeah. I need to hire like a 13 a year old to do this. Anyway, if you, if you are, <laughs> if you are one of our child listeners that we discourage from having, DM us. And teach us TikTok. We'll pay you. Anyway. (laughs) Hey, Cass. What's going on, girl? Hey, garbage. You stay garbage, girl. I will. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.